Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. I'm Spencer Powell, and hope you guys are having a great day today. We are going to talk about website design. And I've been doing digital marketing for remodelers and helping remodeling companies build high-performing lead generation websites. And I've been doing this for about 12 years now. And so what I want to do in this podcast is break down some tips that will literally make or break your success online when it comes to web design. So we're going to run through these. Some of them are a little bit more in-depth. Some of them are pretty cut and dry. But if you work on and focus on these seven things, I guarantee you will get a lot more performance out of your website. And when I say performance, I mean, you're going to start attracting more traffic. You're going to start converting more leads. You're going to give your prospects that visit your website a much better experience. And they're going to be connecting with you at a deeper level. You're going to attract the people that you want to attract. And you're going to start repelling people that you don't want to work with. And and that is the power of marketing. And the marketing extends into our website. And that's one of the core marketing tools that you have in your arsenal today. So let's dive into these tips here. The first one, photos matter. They really matter a lot. It's pretty much table stakes today to have professional photography done. Don't skimp on it. Don't do the iPhone photos. It's worth paying a professional to take really good photos and then using those photos. They should be included in your project stories, your project spotlights, those pages in your gallery. And then in addition to that, there's an SEO component to images, which is We need to make sure we're compressing those images and sizing them appropriately so our website loads quickly. And then we have really good alt text, which is a more technical SEO term, but it just means, hey, we're trying to help Google see what's in this photo. So we're going to describe what's in the photo using alt text. So number one, photos, they really, really matter. Don't skimp. You got to get pro photos. Number two, content really matters. I see still so many sites today that don't have enough content. They have pages that have you know two or three sentences, and they just do not give the consumer much of anything when somebody gets to a page. An easy way to kind of glance at your site is like go to a page, like your kitchen services page, and read through it and look at it and say, if I knew nothing about this company and I didn't really know much about kitchen remodeling, other than I know that I want to upgrade and improve my own kitchen, would I get any value out of this page? How much value would I get out of this page? So content really matters. We want to educate, educate, educate. We want to talk about pricing. We want to talk about timeline. We want to talk about materials. We want to talk about the process. Basically, imagine that somebody hits your website, knows nothing about remodeling or your business, and you know almost everything. And we're trying to translate that knowledge over to them. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to give away any information 
that's going to turn away prospects. Like if somebody really wants to do their own remodeling project, they were never going to be a customer anyway. So it's not like you can over-educate them on what you do and how you do it. The people that come to you and see, wow, they really know everything about this, then they're more inclined to hire you, the people that actually are looking for somebody to do the work. So content really, really matters. We can't skimp on content and we should think about content from an education perspective. All right, number three, speed and security are really, really important. The speed piece of it, page speed is a direct ranking factor. That's been something that we've known for several years now uh, when Google did their speed update. That's something they're very clear about too. They're not clear about everything, but they're very clear about this is faster websites generally perform better. And the core reason for that is they want to give their users a great experience. And so if they return, you do a Google search for anything and the first 10 hits come up the first page. You click on any of the first few websites. If they take a few seconds to load, somebody ends up like clicking on it. They're waiting, they're waiting. They just close it. Google sees like that person didn't have a good search experience. And so if you think about their business model, like their goal is to get their users to the best information the fastest. And if they can't do that, then we're going to use a different search engine. And so that's what the stakes are are high for them. And so if you think about it, you just want to make sure that you can fit into that. And so having something that loads really fast is a separator. Same token, security is really important. Google wants to make sure people land on safe sites, sites that aren't going to hack you. And um, and so having a SSL, uh, which is just that little green lock that you'll see on, on websites, ensures that it's a secure website. And sites that are built on WordPress can sometimes be more subject to hacking. So it's very important that you have an SSL and you have the security piece. So speed and security are really, really important. Those will help your site perform better and stand out for especially from sites that are loading really slow or don't have security that are maybe competing with you. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, number four, conversion drives performance not how pretty the website is. So if you think about a website, most people think about like, how does it look? You know, is it beautiful? Does it represent our brand and all of those types of things? We shouldn't ignore those things. The site should look professional. It should be on brand. It should be well-designed and look good. But 
it should be easy to navigate and it should be built to convert. Somebody lands on your website, they're clearly there for a reason. They're doing research. They might be doing very, very initial research. Maybe they're months or years away from actually doing a project, or they might be doing research around who am I going to call? So we call one of those top of the funnel, not quite there yet. One is bottom of the funnel, very sales ready. At either stage, we want to be able to convert. And so if your site does not convert at a high rate, that just means you have traffic that's flowing through it and you've basically got a leaky funnel. People are coming to the site and then they're just leaving and we never have a chance to form a relationship, engage with that person, start a dialogue, get them to raise their hand and say, hey, I'm interested, just not yet. And so conversion is what drives performance, not just, hey, my site looks awesome or it looks modern or it's brand new. That doesn't actually get more people to the site and that doesn't necessarily convert any leads. Number five, SEO also drives performance, not how pretty the site is. So if you think about the things that are actually going to drive real business results for you, it's not how pretty and beautiful your website is. It's how am I getting people to the site? And then of the people that are getting there, how many of them am I converting into either a top of the funnel lead that will buy from me in the future or a bottom of the funnel lead that will buy from me today? So for SEO, context is really important. And so you want to talk about the types of projects and you want to speak to the clients that you want. It's funny, funny and not funny. I talk to a lot of companies that they want to really focus on increasing their project size and the scope. So they were like, they want to do a lot more additions and whole home remodels. When you go to their site, they have two services pages, kitchens and baths. And you're going, okay, the context is wrong. Maybe you still are going to do kitchens and baths as you make this transition because it's not like you're just going to flip the switch and suddenly go from doing, you know, 20 bathrooms a year and 10 kitchens a year to, you know, 10 additions and nothing else. It's going to be a gradual transition. You'll probably start taking on less bathrooms. You'll probably start adding more additions or kitchen plus, you know, projects, multi-room, that sort of thing. But you're only going to get those new projects if you talk about those projects, if you have service pages around those projects, if you blog around those projects, and you're also going to start talking about different types of scope, process, timeline, as it relates to larger projects, different things that you have to consider when doing a whole home remodel or an addition than you do with redoing your bathroom. And so it's not just about creating content, but it's the context of that content and how it applies to where you want to drive your marketing and who you're speaking to. The other part of context is location. So we want to focus on location plus remodeling. You know, you can try to rank for kitchen remodeling, but now you're competing with everybody across the country. Whereas if you're trying to rank for kitchen remodeling, Pueblo, Colorado, very specific. Now you're competing at a local level. You have a better chance of becoming number one for that. And really that's all you want. So that's context of keyword targeting in terms of specific location. So you want to make sure that you're integrating that into your SEO strategy. All right. Number six is you got to have a responsive design. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. This was a change that was made several years ago. It was another one of those ones that Google came out and said, hey, pretty clear. You got to move to responsive design. All this means is that your website should expand and contract to the device that somebody is pulling it up on, whether it's a mobile phone, an iPad, a laptop, a large screen, PC, anything like that. 
and you shouldn't have a separate mobile site and a separate desktop site. So it should be pretty easy to find out if you have responsive design. If you don't fix that really quickly, more than likely you probably have checked this box. All right. And the last one is that a custom website is not always better. So a custom website can often mean an untested website in terms of how it will perform. So you may say, hey, I really want to go to a web company and have them design me something totally unique and totally custom. And it's going to be super modern, super up-to-date, all of that kind of stuff. And they could do that. And it could be really hard to navigate. It could have no SEO baked into it. It's untested in terms of lead conversion, you know, because you've got different layouts, different designs. Maybe users aren't super comfortable with how they're navigating everything. And so I would just encourage you as you think about your website and whether you're redesigning it or just working on it and improving it or just analyzing what you currently have, as you think about moving forward, just know that you probably don't necessarily want to go the custom route. If you do, you want to consider all of these other factors, but more than likely, you actually want to be working off of a template, a theme, something that has lots of elements that have already been tested and proven to work from a performance standpoint. And then you can customize it to your brand, you know, make it your own. The copy will make it your own. Like all of those details are really what's going to make it your own, but you don't necessarily want to be starting from scratch with a website and just making decisions based on whether you like the design or your team likes the design or not, because you could literally pull up a gorgeous website, beautiful, and show it to 10 people and you can get 10 different reactions. You might love it. Your team might hate it. Your prospect might not care that much, or they might think, yeah, it's a fine site, or they may really love it or hate it. And you're never you're never going to be able to get all those data points. And in addition to that, we often make our decisions around what our website should look like based on what we like. And that is not who we're speaking to. We're speaking to your ideal customer and your prospect. And so what you really want is something that represents your brand, modern, professional, easy to use, delivers information very clearly and converts and gets a lot of leads and the types of leads that you're looking for. So custom is not always better. You want to think about websites from a performance first standpoint. All right, guys, those are seven website design tips for remodeling companies and custom builders that will literally make or break your success with your website and your digital performance. So hopefully this is an episode that you can go back or hopefully you've been taking notes. If you've been driving around, then uh, we'll, we'll try to put some notes in with some bullet points so you can quickly go over the top seven items. That being said, we'll wrap up for today. We'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.